fuck with me after my shift. Those boys want to see me broke down and shit. Bummed out and shit. Stressed out and shit. That's everyday shit. Shut the fuck up. I don't want your conversation. Rolling marijuana. That's a cheap vacation. My everyday shit. My every night shit. My everyday shit. Hello. What is happening right now? My name is Hunter <laughs> Campy. We're listening to the Dead Scene Kid Podcast. <laughs> Dead Scene Kids Podcast. You are. Ooh, shit. Um, super rich kid is what I'll be today. I love it. I super love rich it. kid. That's amazing. Uh, I think I said I'm Hunter. Yeah, you are Hunter. I'm at I am Hunter Camp on Instagram. That is what I at I am Alden Kirkland on the side. It's not it, but you should be at I am. Alden Why would Kirkland. I do that? Because no, it's another we... name to have. <sighs> I don't. You have that. two already. I you should have that. another. I do have two. I know you need Alden another Kirkland one. and Alden's Manor. Yeah, you should have another. Manor. Manor. Uh, speak. I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Alden, look, this has been a week for my brain. Is it? Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I have no clue. A big giant chunk just drove by. And this is a podcast. Are you okay? I don't know. I'm starting to like, my brain is starting to fry out. Do you need to stop? No, I don't. This is perfect, actually. I'm not like upset by any means. It's just been a weird, like, it's not a weird week in any, I think it's just because like our schedules changed. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Yeah. And so like. Well, I not realized, out of nowhere. Well, it kind of was we, out of nowhere. We saw it coming. It, well, I didn't. Well, I didn't know that what it was going to change to. Yeah. Is that what I should say? So I didn't know that I would be waking up at, at five in the morning on Friday for sure. Um, I didn't know that. I, I forgot that I was going to miss. I was probably going to miss uh, AEW Grand Slam on Wednesday, and I realized that like today. And oh, I'm like, oh, god damn it, god, because that's when Kenny Omega faces Daniel Bryan. <laughs> what he's fighting Daniel Bryan? Oh shit! Wednesday night, and I'm like, ah, oh, damn. So I'm <laughs> not gonna do that. that shit. Well, it is. It is. It's it's, it's a sling TV. Sling TV that shit. Is what I'll call it. It's DVR. I cloud DVR or whatever. Um, I'm thinking of changing. Uh, this is pointless, but I'm just thinking about this, and I wanted to talk to you about it. So okay. this is the first time we're actually sitting down to talk to each other. So this is what uh, this is what we're gonna talk about right now. This is it. Um, I was gonna change from sling tv to hulu live okay i'm thinking about it because if i think about it i'm trying to do the math here and i'm not a mathematician by any means and i'm not said and i love you to death but neither are you neither one of us are mathematicians no, i, I are, fucking suck at we, math we're not oh, we're not I, gonna be great at it did i ever tell you about that so when i'm I, when i moved here when i moved here and they were like oh we we got your transcripts for your school and they were like so we're gonna put you in pre-algebra <laughs> And because your because your math scores are so high, and I literally laughed in my principal's face, and I was like, "You are crazy." It's so high compared to Mississippi. So <laughs> well, you are crazy. To be fair, it's it's high in comparison. So, so you're th- you're thinking about Sling TV yeah, and going so I to have Hulu. Sling TV. How I benefit from this because I have Hunter you have my Hulu, Hulu Live. Uh, or, so Hulu Live does cable channels. Yes, and it has DVR features, all that stuff. Yes. Ultimately, at the end of the day, the things that I give a shit about are TNT now for AEW because it's like the only thing I watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
uh, TBS for next year because like they're changing on to TBS next year, I think. Okay. So to avoid the NBA stuff. So here's the thing, Alden. It's like 75 bucks, right? Uh-huh. A month for Hulu Live. Okay. But the way that I look at it, because it includes FX, it includes, I think it includes Disney. I think it's part of the Disney Plus bundle or Disney Plus is bundled with it. And so is uh, whatever the other thing is. Um, and I pay for like three of those already. So because like the way that um, it would work is that. I think currently I couldn't get the ad free version or something, or I just have to go through an extra step that just is annoying right now. And yeah. I don't want to do that. But if I upgrade my Hulu to Hulu live, then I can just cancel the Disney plus. Cause who cares? I can just make another right queue or whatever. It's all star Wars stuff. Anyway. Um, then, then I will save, well not save, but I'll cut out the ten dollars for Disney, right, or thirteen or whatever it is, and I will cut down the. Well, we essentially say we're not paying the thirteen dollars for Hulu anymore because it's worked into the other thing, right? Right. So if we take away the like thirty bucks for that, and then Sling TV, which is what it's like thirty six bucks. Oh, so that's this a ends steal. up being right around yeah, seventy. Same price. But I think that there's something else that I could get rid of. But I don't know what it is. And I think that they would actually iron out. But the only thing that, that hesitates me or gives me pause is the uh, pay-per-view factor. Because you can order pay-per-views yeah. through Sling TV. But I don't I don't think you can do that through uh, Hulu Live. Okay. So I don't know. What do I do? I don't do know. Do I do it? This is not a sponsorship by by Hulu or Sling no, TV. No, they don't guys, pay us. So you guys because like, the, ultimately, it's like, I don't... I mean, I don't even want to fucking pay anybody. But everybody <laughs> uses my shit, so... You, know. you could easily just stop. Why would I do that? I don't know. I don't want to do that to my friends. <laughs> look, y'all. Like, I don't want you. I don't look. I don't want to pay for anything, but I also don't want you to pay for anything. <laughs> and if I can say, like, give out my login to whoever, because like, there's some people that I've never met before that have logins to like specific apps. Um, because who gives a shit if it takes away money from like one of these big collaborations? Yeah. What do I care? You know, and they can't. They they probably could come after me, but whatever. I don't care at all. I'll okay. just oh cancel my membership. So question. Yeah. I have not told you about this. No. I went and saw a handful of bands a couple of days ago the fuck, in bro? Memphis. What the fuck, bro? It was a death. It was deathcore. Well, um, I like death metal. I I like death metal as well, uh-huh. but I don't. Uh, the bands that I went and saw, um, it was with Tyler. That's the creator? No. <laughs> and um, <laughs> honestly, I wasn't. I love metal. Uh-huh. This is not my genre. Okay. Not a genre that I like. That's interesting. Um, Do I? I don't like, like metalcore, but I don't know if I would like deathcore. Yeah, I don't. I didn't. I don't like. I don't really like deathcore. Okay. Um, I've I've heard some stuff by deathcore, and I'm like, okay, this is a good song. But as far as like an entire the entire genre, like it's not for me. So you do like pig growls and squeals, and then I don't actually. They don't do that. That's what they do. That's what I'm saying. I don't like that. You don't like uh, like the pig growls? And no, stuff? I've never liked that. Oh, I do. Yeah, it's not it's not for me. The pig okay. the pig squeals. Yeah. The like the real guttural like yeah not for me. Okay. I I support people that love that shit, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I support the bands that create that shit. Was, yeah. But it's not, it's not for me. I'm not yeah. gonna go and like try and so listen to that kind of shit. How did they make core out of this? Did they just add break? Because that like the breakdown aspect would seem like it wouldn't have anything to do. I with don't know. Death metal. 
Okay. I don't know. But they sucked. Um, they didn't suck. They were good. They were good. They were good. There was a there was a band that I was like they were messy. Like I could still I could still you know implement. I was like okay, so this band is actually not good. This Uh band's actually really good. Yeah. Um, because there was one band that opened, and I was like they were really messy. Right. Um, there was a point in in their the band set. I don't even know their name, but there was a point in their set where I could hear the drummer being on another beat from the person that was on bass, and I'm like that's messy. Yeah. Um. So there was that. Um. If anyone listens and that to happens to Core, everybody for the record, um, this one the the band that I went and saw that was the headliner was uh, Lorna Shore. Oh yeah, I know so they were they were the headliners, and tell me how you feel about this. I'm literally standing right next to the Lorna Shore uh-huh. uh, merch table, uh-huh. literally right next to it. Uh-huh. I'm butt to butt with it, and um, I see a girl that comes from behind me. Is it Mary Beth? No, it's uh-huh. not Mary Beth. Hello, Mary Beth. Hey, if you're listening. If you're listening, Mary Beth, hello. Yeah, we miss you. We would like to see you at a show. Um, so a person comes from behind me, and she goes to the Lorna Shore merch table. Uh-huh. The merch guy is not there, uh-huh. and she steals a patch. I feel like you shouldn't have said anything. Okay, so he, yeah. hold on. So it definitely hold was on. not Mary Beth hold or on. anybody that knows us. I don't know this person at uh-huh. all. So then... I didn't say anything. Didn't yeah. say anything. Then, couple couple minutes go by. The merch guy goes and grabs something from the van, uh-huh. and she walks up and literally, dude, it's so it was so bad. It was so bad, and she stole a pair of shorts that were on the table, like. And so, Tyler looks at me. He goes, "Did you see that?" I was like. Nope. It's actually the second time she's done that. Nope. I didn't and he see was anything. like, I'm gonna go and tell the merch guy. Okay, so here, here, follow me here. No, follow I'm, gonna, me here. I'm gonna follow you back and I want you to follow me so once you go through this. Here is here's how I feel about it, and I want to see how you feel. Oh, all right. Um I am one hundred percent okay with people stealing from corporations. Mm. Absolutely. I am one hundred percent okay with you stealing from corporations because honestly, they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. That shit is insured. They do not give a fuck. What I have, what I had a problem with was, and was a touring band that is trying to make just a little bit of cash on some merch Um, because some of the tour stuff they're not getting, like that shit's not coming full circle for them, Um, just depending. Some of those bands are not signed. Uh, Lorna Shore being the headliner, I thought about okay, so yeah, they are the headliners, so they're getting they're getting all of the show's money today, but then they have to split it five ways for each band that's playing. So the most of the money, the bulk of their money that they're getting is from the merch. So I thought about literally all of this as he goes and finds this merch guy, and I'm like, yeah, it's kind of wrong that you stole that. That's how I feel about it. I feel still from corporations. Do what you want. Feel, fucking steal from Target if you want. I'm. It's not for me. I am not a person that steals. But if you want to steal from Target, by all means, steal from Target. Especially if you feel like you need it and like, and you don't have the money for it. I don't give a fuck about that. But as far as like someone individual that's just trying to make just a little bit of a living, don't steal from those people. That's just my personal opinion. So how how do you feel about that? How do you? I'm gonna ask you how you think I feel about it. And then I, was I don't you, think you care. Well, 
about stealing at all. I I kind of don't like I don't th- I I kind of don't care if whatever do whatever you want. Yep. Um, but I can tell you one thing: I'm not a snitch. Um, I, I care, definitely wasn't yeah, saying anything. Yeah, yeah. I I care more about telling on someone than I do about the actual act. Um, but dude, that's 100 percent on the merch guy. I would if, if I agree. If I'm, I actually if agree. I'm telling on anybody, I would have said, "Hey, uh, your merch guy left the table multiple times in a short period of time." We go to the band and say this: "Your merch guy left the table multiple times, and somebody took from the thing." I didn't see who the, who it was, but I just knew. I just know that it, like it happened, right? Like, cause that's on him. Like that's 100% on the merch guy because like you shouldn't have fucking left. And it's like, you're jeopardizing, uh, this over the one person that fucking steals a patch and a pair of shorts. Like fuck off. You know what I mean? I agree. Yeah. I don't care if you steal. I mean, I don't want you to, I don't like, like, I don't want you to steal from any, like to, from smaller things that were from from a person. Because if somebody stole from offbeat, I'd be pissed. Yeah. I don't want you to do that. Like, but I'm not going to tell if you do, unless you're stealing from somebody that I know that's like my friend. Yeah. Like, I. but also like, I wasn't, I wasn't saying shit. Yeah. But also like, I'm not, if I'm, if I've done merch before, I haven't left the table. And if I did, I fucking ask somebody or let somebody know that that's right. happening so that somebody can cover it like point blank. So and dude, the, it's not the her. Way, I mean, the it's, way that she stole those shorts, like I said, I'm ass to ass with this table. Yeah. Yeah. And she literally steps right in front yeah. of me, and the shorts are literally right yeah. here to me. And she like stands. It's not like she was being secretive about it. She, can you hear this? And pulls them. It's it's so bad. It was so fucking terrible. And so yeah. Tyler looks at me, and goes, "Did you see that?" It was like that is the second time she has stolen yeah. from this table. She's not. It's like she wasn't being obvious. You know? Yeah, she was. She was very obvious. Very fucking obvious. It was bad. Yes, very bad. Anyway, uh, yeah, I don't. And then followed, cares. and then followed up. The like merch guy was like, "Do you want something?" I was like, "Absolutely not!" Like, you're I gonna give it away? Want, yeah, that was that was the part that bothered me. I was like, "Dog!" Like, not only did you, you were not here to watch this person steal from you, so to no, keep him from like, stealing from you, would, and then you were like, "Oh, do you want anything?" And I'm like, "No, I don't want anything." Yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> I don't want anything. No, that's so stupid. Yeah, I'm, I'm really just frustrated with the merch guy, not the person that stole. I'm more frustrated with with. Uh, you know, but that—that's how I feel about it. I—I yeah. I could give—I could give a fuck about stealing from corporations. Oh, I yeah. do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, I kind of just. Um, but don't. Personally, just don't steal. Just don't steal from small people. Steal from everybody but me. <laughs> yeah, still don't steal. Don't steal from small business owners. Yeah, and shit, I mean, dog. like, if you're. So here's here's what I'll say, if you are the type of person that is okay with negatively impacting someone that that could be going through a hard time you're gonna do whatever you want anyway yep like obviously i don't support you doing that but like you're not gonna listen to me if i tell you don't do that you know what i mean that's true you're gonna do whatever you want yeah so that's why i just don't like have a real opinion a real opinion other than fuck that merch guy are you kidding me (laughs) like what what kind of irresponsible piece of shit is that and so like when the security guard came over ugh because um, like also the thing too it's a pair of shorts it, like that's the other thing yeah it's a pair of shorts and a fucking patch 
right? And like short, they, like they overcharge for shorts anyway. Absolutely, like these things cost like fifty bucks. Well, these were champion, so they, it doesn't matter. <laughs> these like, were champion. Here's the thing: go to fucking Walmart. A champion pair of shorts is ten bucks. Not anymore. They don't sell I, champion. I, I know, in Walmart but they anymore. did. They did. Because they did. So it's not like they're you're getting great quality. No, you're not. You're, you're getting, getting Walmart brand from fucking because Urban Outfitters like said this, right? Yeah, you're getting so Walmart. You're getting Walmart it's like great. Stupid. And all a lot of the times too, like when you're rec- when you're outsourcing and when you're going through like printing stuff, it's not like champions like super expensive. To print right on. anyway you're just like taking the name to go off you know anyway fuck off you're charging 50 dollars for shorts <laughs> so when the security guard comes over and, patches three and, bucks. and and approaches the girl and she was like i don't have anything and he was like i don't want to have to go through your bag blah 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 so she was like well here take the shorts and the patch she walks out and so the security guard leans over and he goes that's on you to the merch guy Oh yeah, he was like, "Did you learn your lesson today?" He was like, "Oh yeah, I did." And no, then you guess, didn't. And he continued to like leave the merch. Yeah, table. he didn't learn shit. Like there was a person that walked up, and like I said, I'm still right yeah. in front of this table, and there's a guy that's and he's standing not there. Going to have any fucking repercussions. There's a there's a guy that's standing there, and he was like waiting to buy something from this merch table, yeah. and I look at him, and was like, "Dude, you should just go watch the show." And yeah. he was like, "Why?" I was like, "The merch guy hadn't been here for about twenty minutes." Right. Right. Here, okay. So Alden. <laughs> I'm going to ask you a real dilemma question. Yeah. So, like, you asked me how I felt okay, right? Yeah. Um, which is worse? Not which is worse, but what does more good? Okay. Letting the, like, having the girl that stole the stuff get caught or having the repercussions towards the uh, the merch guy? Because with the girl getting caught and the, and the merch getting handed back... The the merch guy has no repercussions. No, the the merch guy has no repercussions at all. So um, which is which is more important? Because the band the band probably doesn't even know about this. Yes, but if that if it had gotten stolen and not back in the inventory, they would have known something was missing and exactly. what happened. And at the end of the day, like if you did this, how today, many other times is it? Happening? How many other times are you going to do this on tour? So what's more important? Like let her go, and fucking the merch guy. No, absolutely, exactly. you're right. You're right. Exactly. There you go. You're absolutely right. Well, you know what else I'm right about, Alden? I'm right about our topic for the week. It doesn't even make any sense. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. Oh, That's so fine. also. Oh, it, here we go. Also, I'm sorry. Also, in that thing, I watched. I watched the couple literally. Like I said once again, literally right in front of me. I would have had to push them out of the way to walk away. They got divorced right in front of me. Well, they didn't get legally. Well, divorced. they didn't get legally divorced, but like they they announced divorce well, well, <laughs> right in front of right. us. Well, they declare divorce. <laughs> um, well, you know who else is divorced? <laughs> it's me, and I picked the topic for this week, and that is I'm gonna I have to circle it back. <laughs> and we're gonna end up the whole thing. You have to circle back to you being divorced. No, I, that's not what I was talking about. Circling back to our actual fucking topic, which is. I was making, I had this idea the other week and I was like, okay, I want to tell my punk rock origin story, sort of, um, but through a playlist. So like pick all of the songs that like influenced me or made me want to start listening to punk rock or like yeah. got me in further. Um, so that playlist is available. Um, but it got me thinking and I was like, Hey Hunter. And I was like, yeah, yes. And then I was like, <laughs> Hey man, wouldn't it be a good idea for the podcast to take, hey, what's our favorite genre or what's our personal favorite genres and say, like, what were the two albums 
as I was looking through this playlist and noticed a bunch of stuff from two albums, um, what what on earth would those be that influenced us on the music that we like the most? What two albums did that? Okay. And so, Alden, I take this to you if you're ready. Um, just a second. Okay, so we'll I'll I'll talk about my first one, and then you'll talk about your first one. So when I was a child, and this must have been I must have been in third grade or fourth grade. Um, the album Dookie by Green Day came out. Okay. This was a fucking huge album. Like it was, uh, I think Smash by, uh, the offspring had come out first. Mm -hmm. And then, so like it got like the little bit of wave and like college radio and stuff. And then, uh, Green Day released Dookie and it was like a cleaned up sort of, uh, punk, like, a like East Bay punk album. Yeah. Um, so dookie by green day is my first one and there's a handful of songs off this this bad boy that i just i just love so much um but really like it was kind of like i want to say it was basket case that was released on mtv and i think i was at my grandparents house late at night or something or like because like i got dropped off so i don't actually don't know how this happened because i don't remember how i got picked up from school but after school, I would go over to my grandparents' house and I would stay there until my mom got off work and came and picked me up because she was a teacher and she oftentimes would have to do like after school stuff. Yeah. Um, so this is something that would be like, that would be like the only place I could watch MTV and stuff. Yeah. Um, because we didn't, obviously we didn't have cable when I was a kid. Um, so uh, that came on and I was like wow this is really fucking cool um, it was like there was a bunch of people wearing baby masks it was like in an insane asylum it was like one of the weirdest videos I've ever okay. seen and I was like what is going on here and like what is this music and I thought it was really clever because he says in the song um, it, it was it was all stuff that was like interesting so he says that like I went to a whore he said my life's a bore and he was like talking to a therapist and therapist was a woman and it's like in the south and stuff like you're taught like a prostitute's going to be a woman right and like people that are doctors are mostly men you like those are the things that you get taught so like when billy joel uh billy joe armstrong uh says this in basket case i'm like this is really interesting to me because this is a different take and like what else is going on here and it was obviously like real sophomoric like green day for the longest time was real sophomoric yeah um and like almost like childish and stuff like that's what their songs are about like they have a song about masturbation and being bored and all this stuff um early blink 182 yeah but or blink 182 was like more like, <laughs> oh, I more like that. yeah but i mean like <laughs> but uh green days was more of like a like a like i hate everything and i'm bored i'm masturbating because i'm bored as fuck and everything sucks that's how it goes you know it does um but it's like you know like that was like that was edgy to me and i was like oh wow this is so cool like uh everything is bad (laughs) um but then you heard like welcome to paradise and then it's like talking about like and then the music video um of them kind of like walking around town everything seemed like urban and kind of cool yeah and i was like this is like the coolest thing i've ever seen so i got really really into green day and then um like me and like three other friends i think or two other friends or something like all got it and we got obsessed with it uh <laughs> like we, we legit legitimately got obsessed with this album and um i must have been around 
I didn't, like I, I can't place when certain things came out because I know that I would have had to gotten it at some point but I know like the first album that I bought with my own money was uh was like a 311 album but that was when I was in like fifth or sixth grade yeah so I don't know maybe it was fourth grade I don't know um it could have been fourth or fifth grade so like I was really into Green Day uh and that went on for a while and you are also one of these people and as I am um, and we've talked about this when we go into liner notes mm-hmm. uh, and we look and see like what are all the thank yous and like what are the yeah. bands and influences that like this band had so like from that I went and did more with Green Day and saw the other stuff so that's how I found out about Operation Ivy and all that stuff right because right. they covered uh, they covered a song of energy I think on Kerplunk or one of those like early early albums early before, Green Days. before Green Day came out or before Dookie came out we got obsessed with like the variants of like the casing there was like one case that was like a clear-sided case uh there was one that was a brown one there was one that was a black one there was one that was a white one Mm -hmm. and we were like why are these different and it was so interesting though to us and it's funny because like the guy the main guy that i was like friends with that 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 got into this was became, became a musician and did a decent amount of stuff around the area with that right um and then I went into music business and did all that stuff, right? Uh, so it's like that just shows you like how like upset like when you get obsessed about like the little minor details small of like the case, you know? And it's like this is so awesome. Like, is this rare? Like, how yeah. like how did we find out about this? Um, but then that led me to the next one. But I will talk about because obviously mine's punk rock. And then uh, I want to hear it from you. Okay. What's what's your genre? I will tell you that I struggle between genres. Okay, um, you, you get one. <laughs> I'm not gonna do one. Uh, that's the whole topic. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that's one. Why it's, it's a challenge. A, it, it is not, but it, it it is a challenge, and I literally cannot like go and say, okay, these are just two from this genre because like I can't, I can't, I just cannot. It is a thing I cannot do. Okay. <laughs> so I will go <laughs> Are you not okay with no, that? No, it's it's okay. It's okay. I just I I'm not mad at all. But this is like the eighty fifth time in a row that like I come up with something and it's just like No, it's a good topic. It is. It's a good and topic. All good topics, I, I but just, it's just like let's now do something different. I'm not gonna do anything different. It's, it's still not, gonna be the exact it's, same. It's sort of. But it is gonna be the exact sort of same. The same. It's just I can't I can't go through and and go through and take one genre and apply it to my entire life. I just can't. Well, I'm not saying like your th- that's not what I'm, that's not what I'm saying. Like your like your most important genre for your life, but I'm saying like your favorite, like the one that you go to more than the other ones. So even if it was like R and B, right? You know, and that's what I'm saying. I just can't. I can't <laughs> because like I struggle with it being my be, be, between them being my favorite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why it's a challenge brother. but it's not it's not even a challenge you just it's, pick it's, one it's just go like it. inconceivable no, it's not because it's whatever brought you into everything else so like punk was like the first thing that I discovered so it's like which like that's why it's the most important to me so it'd be like 
the the genre that is like if you got if you loved metal like i know you do love metal but if like that was like the the thing that woke you up into music altogether okay you know what i mean okay if that's the case that is the case okay if that's the case it would be it would be pop punk i love it it would be pop punk. i love it um so of course like r&b is like easy for mm-hmm. me to like for be to be one of my favorites some of my favorite all most of my favorite artists are r&b artists right um but what was like oh shit dude i i'm definitely gonna do something with music it was pop punk right right for sure um it is i struggle with it being one of my favorite albums by this artist sure it's um, not even necessarily favorite i know it's just i know no, no, no. i know um it's i struggle with it being one of my favorite albums by this artist um, because of the album that it is, it just so happens to be one of your favorite albums of all time. Ah. <laughs> um, and that album is Infinity on High. I have a theory about this before, like, and I'm just going to ask. Yep. Do you feel like, because I went back and listened to, like, uh, Take This to Your Grave this weekend mm-hmm. and uh, From Under the Cork Tree, um, Patrick Stump's voice yes. is so more focused on like soulful and r&b style not r&b style but could live in that right. world on infinity oh no it is in comparison to the other ones do you feel like that was part of the thing that drew you into to Fall it Boy? may have been uh, honestly yeah, i like it um because i think i think i don't think patrick's one of the best vocalists of all time i will say that because they're just other people there's a lot do i think that he's a fantastic vocalist sure Absolutely, yeah. I think he's very fucking talented, and that's what drew me in to Fall Out Boy. Yeah, um, and sort of like you with Dookie is the way I was fixated. Oh yeah, I was fixated, and it was it was the music video for Thanks for the Memories. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so because it's funny because it's similar. It's, it's like similar. Just real fucking it's weird. so fucking weird, yeah. and that's why I was like, oh my god, like that's just almost the exact yeah, same. Yeah. Um. So as when this album came out, I had no clue, no clue about it at all. None. Um, I remember this guy, Chris, coming to school one day and and having a Fall Out Boy shirt on. And I was like, what band is this? And he was like, oh, it's Fall Out Boy. And I was no fucking idea what that is. <laughs> Stupid ass band. <laughs> mm, you know, my, my, my first interaction with Fall Out Boy was kind of similar to that. Um, and it was like. Lo and behold, like, <laughs> right, I go right. to this fucking show and yeah. I'm crying my course, eyes out. Of course. Um, at the end, at the end of the day, here I am, almost thirty years old. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it was like I said, it was the. I don't think I've. I don't think I maybe ever told you this. Um, at this point in my life, I am. I think I'm in high school. I'm like in my first year uh, of high school. Yeah. Um and. I'm playing Street Fighter online. I think you have told me this. I think I've heard this story like four times. <laughs> and have I told it on here? I don't know. Maybe, maybe I've told Who it cares? on here. Who cares? Fuck it. Tell it again. I don't care. Um, I'm playing a lot of Street Fighter online, and um, this is summer 2007. Uh huh. Um, and at this point, like MTV is playing music videos still. Yes, sort of. But they're playing them 
in the middle of the fucking night. Right, right. <laughs> in the in, middle of the night. And that's when, like, all of the stuff that I watched, like, because it was 120 minutes and it was Alternative Nation. Yeah. Alternative Nation came on at, like, 11 p.m. Like, 11 p.m. And then 120 minutes, I think, was, like, 11. It was on Sunday nights and it was 11 until 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And I watched it every week. Yeah. And... I that is which one is of the reasons why I don't why understand how you're not in how you're not into visuals. Well, I didn't say that I'm not. I, I, I hate that we call them visuals. That's I ask you all the time if you've watched the music video, but I'm like, oh, not into it. But it's, I'm not recently, like because like who cares now? Like I've, I do. I'm not a child anymore. Not in the year you are, but you know, like I just to me right now, it doesn't matter anymore. I can watch, watch. I can it. watch music videos all day. I watch um, Dan Housen videos all day. <laughs> um, <laughs> so all I do. I'm playing a lot of Street Fighter online and MTV Jams is on. And so I just let it play in the background. Um, because at this point, like, I can't play music and play Street Fighter online because, like, the server is, like, really glitchy. Um, it's, like, not, tra- it's, like, not traded, trademarked by, like, Street Fighter at all. Like, it's, yeah. it's probably illegal that we're playing oh, yeah, this yeah. or that it exists. Not that we're playing it, that it exists. Probably very illegal. Um, and so. Like it, it's really glitchy, and so you have to like play it in this like mini form, and um, and so instead of playing music on my computer, I would play it just on MTV Jams. Yeah, yeah. And so I remember, I remember um, this video coming on, and like this fucking chimpanzees. I'm like, what the fuck is this? This stupid ass video, and I like, like zone out completely, and then that you. <sighs> Have you ever seen Easy A? Once, and I don't remember anything. About okay, it. so she the way that she feels about Natasha Bedingfield's song "Pocket Full of Sunshine" I love it. is the way that I felt about "Things for the Memories" by Fall Out Boy. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Oh, okay, and then how dare she feel that way? About Pocket Full of Sunshine. <laughs> so she's like, so because she, she gets this card and she opens it, it was like, oh, I gotta, I can put the fucking sunshine, and so she's like, eh, gross fucking song, and so she closes it and she's stuck in her house for a weekend and she keeps opening the <laughs> the, the card. She's like, I gotta pocket full of sunshine, oh, and then yeah. she ends up in the shower singing pocket full of sunshine because it's fantastic <laughs> and so this is literally the exact same way i did with thanks for the memories it's like what fucking song is this until like anytime it comes on it's like all right so i'm done with this fight not done with no, not what playing this until this music video is over right <laughs> now I'm like super fucking into it and i'm like yeah. fixated on this band and then i go and find it um i go and find it on torrent because I'm like, okay, so I'm I'm listening to this album. I don't know if I absolutely like this like this band. Yeah. And then like, I fucking hear it, and it changes everything Shit, for me. Yeah, it changes everything for me. Like, um, so like, thanks for the memories. At this point, I think was the last last music video that they put out. If it no, um. I think that might have been the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that might have been the last one. Um, that last music video, right. but like all the music videos had all like all the singles were already yeah, out. Yeah, I remember. And so when Folly I Do came out, dude, like I'm like stoked, right? Fucking stoked. Um, but it lit that album literally changed everything for right. me yeah. because like. So that makes sense that Folly to Do is like like even I don't it's not my favorite. Um, but I understand. Like even if it wasn't a song quality thing, like right. that's your first new Fallout Boy. Record. It was my so, like, first new Fallout Boy yeah. album. Yeah, 
because everything everything had already come out yeah um and i wasn't introduced to anything so like this new stuff was going to be fucking fantastic for sure, to me for sure. and like even even now i go back and i was like god damn these songs are so good and it's not the it's not that i'm fixated on the what's the word nostalgia of it i'm not I'm not fixated on this, the nostalgia oh, no, of it, of of it being, you know, my favorite album because it was my yeah, first yeah, Fall yeah. Out Boy, no, new Fall well, Out I mean, Boy it album. just makes it special. It makes you. it special, yeah. but it doesn't make it, it doesn't make it any better right. than any of them. Right. But it is, it's a fantastic project. Right. Um, but that album introduced me to Panic at the Disco. Yeah. It introduced me to Gym Class Heroes. Right. It introduced me to Corporal Starship. Like yeah. any, literally anything I, I like, search everything Pete Wentz at this point and yeah. like whatever he's getting his hands yeah. in and figuring out um, at this point I'm not in love with Patrick Stump uh-huh. um, it wasn't until Folly I Do had come out and I was like in love with Patrick Stump that makes sense um, and so like dude I'm like looking up lyrics and trying to figure out what each song is about and like cause it's very like the way Pete and Patrick, you can easily tell who writes us all for sure. Um, because Pete is very, very cryptic. Uh, Patrick is not. Patrick is very straight, straightforward. His, you know what's funny? His influences are are R and B artists. Yeah, it's funny though, because like the 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 Pete Wentz ones are seem more. I, I don't want to say cryptic, but almost more like. I, and I don't want to say corny either. But yeah. Like it comes off as like <laughs> a notch. A, oh, another notch in your bed. Post. You know the, what I mean? The, it's like, it's all like sex things that are yeah. just like, let me say this in a way that I won't get in trouble. <laughs> you know, the, okay. the only, the only song that Patrick, the very first song that Patrick wrote and was like, we're going to put this on an album was golden. Uh-huh. And if you know me, I hold golden so yeah. close to yeah, me. Absolutely. I hold Golden so close to me, um, but that that album got me into everything. It That's was the awesome. reason, like, dude, I, it was my it was the reason I I worked at Hot Topic. Right. It was the reason that so me being introduced to Hot Topic introduced me to uh, uh, to uh, Natalie, which led me to start so my yeah. start my yeah. Southern Escape Absolutely. magazine. Like Absolutely. that was it was that album that opened the door for everything. That's so cool. Um, so. Funnily, funnily, which is not a word, funnily. but I love to use it so much. <laughs> um, about eleven years before you got into Fallout Boy and started your pop punk journey, Hunter Camp was really going in depth on his punk rock journey. Um, the album is called Punkarama Volume Two, and it was a various artists uh, deal. And I was thirteen years old when it came out. Um, okay, I had been so I must be in like sixth grade at this point. Um, had been listening to Green Day for like you know they were like my favorite band ever, uh, so I was like okay well what else punk rock is there and then so I discovered Rancid and uh, I discovered like but so I heard stuff off of Let's Go first and then I I did, just discovered an Outcome of the Wolves and I will still say like until the day of my death that Let's Go is a better punk album. And Outcome the Wolves is a better all around album. Okay. Um, so this is where I learned about like so Green Day was like the like the slobby sort of like ugh, uh punk <laughs> yeah. type, right? And that's what they looked like. Um and then Rancid was the like 
spiky mohawks, like uh, yeah. Liberty spikes, uh, chains, like all this shit. And then around the same time, um, I was also like, I'd, I'd gone through like bebop record store and just gone through like the punk stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Hey, where is like all the punk stuff? And they were like, Oh, well it's in like alternative or whatever. And so then I would like, I what saw a shitty way to put it. It was something like that. Um, <laughs> but it was, but in the nineties, like alternative was like an all around thing. It's not like it was probably like when yeah. you were even like paying attention to music at all. Um, the, cover for bad religion stranger than fiction where i just saw like normal guys because they just look like normal guys and Mm -hmm. that's punk too um and then i would listen to the radio and i would hear uh random bad religion songs um and i would request stuff that i would see on mtv and what's funny is that like how you were saying that you were watching mtv jams um since i had learned that alternative nation was the thing that came on late at night yeah. there would be times where i'd start it early and see like mtv jams or umtv raps or i would go on like i was like well i know that uh 120 minutes comes on this day so like what is the thing that comes in on saturday because i'm curious and it would be like umtv raps i was like this yeah. is fucking cool as shit so that's how <laughs> i discovered a lot of stuff too and then we go to bt and i was like well what are they showing late at night um, it was uncut. It was uncut. Must be your ass because yeah. it ain't your face. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but then, uh, like, also, like, I remember seeing the video for Minds Playing Tricks on Me by the Ghetto Boys. Okay. Uh, when I was even younger than that. So, like, there, it all bleeds together, but, like, all of that stuff is, like, how I discovered my favorite versions of music. But when I was at these record stores, Epitaph had gotten huge because of the offspring. Um, and then Rancid started to succeed and Rancid was signed to Offspring. Uh, Bad Religion was signed to, uh, well, I, I meant Rancid was signed to Epitaph. Uh, mm-hmm. Bad Religion, like the guitarist founded Epitaph. So, uh, like they, they were, Epitaph existed because of Bad Religion. So like yeah. I went and like found out all the Epitaph bands and I found out that they had put out like compilations and there was the first one, which is Punkarama. Uh, it was just Punkarama. I don't remember who all is on there right now. I do have the original pressing of the vinyl. Oh, sick. Uh, Cause I found it at little big store down in Raymond. Ooh. Uh, have you ever been down there? Yes. Okay. Um, um and you find a lot of stuff and it takes a, a long lot of stuff there. time to go through there and, and it's real expensive. Cause she doesn't know what she's doing. No, with. she does know what she's dealing with because that stuff Disagree. is actually worth it. Like, Disagree. you know, dude, I <laughs> but it has at, been a long time since I've been there. Yeah. No, every single time that I've gone down there, which has been over the time span of like five years ago, uh, three years ago when I was in a teenager, like I know how much that stuff is actually valued at and truthfully, like it's always been dead on whether I wanted to admit it or not. Like dude, a import of black Sabbath's original album, black Sabbath of like original pressing is going to be well over a hundred dollars. Yeah. And so like, so I would say that she kind of does know what she's doing and it's frustrating that she does. Um, Gorilla Biscuits records down there, which I'd never seen in person. Yeah. Um, but I did a little bit of exploring all then, and I found Punkarama Volume 2, which Ooh. I already said. Um, this introduced Ooh. me to The Descendants, which became one of my favorite bands. Uh, Pennywise, Pulley, Me First in the Gimme Gimme's, uh, The Humpers, Rancid, Sidekick by Rancid, uh, Melancholin, Voodoo Glow Skulls. Joy Killer, TSOL. I'm going to bring up the D- TSOL song. Uh, no Effects, Down by Law, Poison Idea, DFL, SNFU, Bad Religion, and New Bomb Turks. Ooh. So, that's a good list. It is a good that's list. It's a good list. But there 
this is this is this album really fucked me up because I'm a 13 year old, mostly, uh, mostly innocent. You know, yeah. ha- became friends with a, a kid that was that lived near near me, like next street over. Um, he was he would like smoke cigarettes and he was a skateboarder and I got into skateboarding because of like, you know what I saw and I was like, okay, this is cool. And it was like, well, what a skateboarders listen to? And it'll be like punk rock. And I'm like, okay, well, let's deep dive into this. So like I would like, get into like, I would get thrasher magazines and like go in and look at all this stuff. And I'm like, see all these ads for these bands from like California that I have, I can't access, but they'll sell like seven inch records. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, this is a, this is just a culture that I don't understand at all, <laughs> but I love it. And I'm like, this is so cool. And so like, I just dived and dived and dived. Um, and like the cover of the album is right here. Um, it's a guy, it's a purple guy with, with, uh, the epitaph logo as its head. And he's like drinking and pissing on the wall. And in the piss, it says Punkarama Volume 2, right? <laughs> this so is great. It is. But, like, as a kid, I'm like, oh, wow, I would really get in trouble for listening to this. You know, or, like, I would be getting in real trouble for holding this um, uh, or having this. And it's like, an, like I think there's, a, like, a cigarette that he threw out. And there's all sorts of shit, like, all yeah. over the place. And it's just, like, a bad guy. Oh, bad guy. You know what I mean? Um, so, Coffee Mug. Have you ever listened to Coffee Mug by the No, I've ever, I've actually never even heard Man, of this band. The band, so I, I love them. Like they're one of my favorite bands. Um, and it's because of this. It is the, f- if if it's not the fastest song that I've ever heard in my entire life, it's real close. I'm gonna play just a, a snippet of it. Okay, Alden. Okay. And that's how the that's how the album starts. So it starts okay. with coffee mug by the descendants, and it's like, I'm like, ah, I love this. <laughs> um, so as like a 13 year old, you got to think like a 13 year old version of me. All then, like I'm gonna go fucking bananas yeah, off this shit. Uh, and I'm like, I'll skateboard really fast. Everything is fast. This is awesome. And it's like, I don't need no booze or drug. I just will chug a lug of my ch- coffee mug. I don't need no kiss or hug. I just chug a lug of my coffee mug. And I'm like, this, this is great. This is me all day. Um, so then the uh, Me First and the Gimme Gimme song, Only the Good Die Young, That's I, I I think the reason I like them more than No Effects, because it's essentially No Effects doing cover songs of like old songs, Yeah, um, was because I knew Only the Good Die Young, and I heard this song before I heard the No Effects song. And the No Effects song is just really annoying. It's whatever Dee Dee wants. And it's funny because it's like, hey, I'm really in love with this girl, but I'm only going to do so much for her because really like I can't be bothered to do anything. <laughs> and it's like, so like I would walk... I would do almost anything for you. Um, let me see if I can pull the lyrics. And I will walk five hundred. No, miles. it's like I know, I know, but it's but it's like <laughs> you might. I will walk a thousand miles, but not at one time. And maybe I won't do that at all. And like that's that's essentially what the lyrics are. And it's, it's, it's really funny. This is a mix between that and meatloaf. Yeah, yeah. And it's like I would. I don't want to do that either. It's like I would do anything for love except for that. You know, like, but I won't do that. But then this would be like or that. Or that other thing, or whatever, and it's like I'll love you as long as you're on top of me. <laughs> it's like I'll love you forever as long as you're on top of me. So like it's like those things, um, and then uh, the Voodoo Glow Skulls were like a ska band, but like a heavily influenced like uh, I think like Mexican influenced ska band. Yeah. Um. So it's like it's it's bananas. It's crazy. It's got a mariachi feel to it as well as ska feel to it. <laughs> I love that. It. It's awesome. <laughs> um. And then. Uh, 
Sidekick by Rancid, which I fucking wore that out. It is still one of my favorite songs. It's uh, it's about um, like it starts off with like or it's like I had a dream I was a vigilant sidekick, and it's supposed to be vigilante sidekick, but it's yeah. pronounced vigilant because Tim Armstrong t- pronounces things like crazy. Yeah. Um, it says I have a dream I was a vigilant sidekick, and he says my name is Tim. I'm a lesser known character. Um, we have a coworker whose name is Tim, and whenever he goes up to somebody, he says my name is Tim. I go, I'm a lesser known character. <laughs> uh, so in my head, so I've done that for I've done that forever. Um, and so that it's it's basically about being a hero, a sidekick to a hero, okay, uh, or like a superhero. And the superhero in the song is like protecting, um, like people like a, a homeless shelter. And it's like, we don't want, it's like the city doesn't want a homeless shelter, but like they're taking care of people. So this is going to make the superhero mad and the superhero is going to kill all the cops that are trying to close the place down. And it's like, that's my values. You know, it's like, this is exactly what this is. But there's a, a song by TSOL that was an old punk band from like the eighties and nineties and TSOL. TSOL. And the song is called code blue. Um, when you hear the, the phrase code blue, what do you think, Alden? Um, first off, I think it's not quarter orange. No. So that's the first thing I think about. Right. Um, and then code blue, I think about, um, I think about George Bush going. Okay. That's <laughs> code blue. Okay. So anybody change the numbers? That's not what Code Blue. Code Blue. <laughs> We're in Code Blue. Yes. So Code Blue, uh, and the only reason I know this is because of the song. Code Blue is what doctors use to tell everybody on a floor that somebody has died in their uh, in their care. Like someone, somebody, one of the patients has died. So they've coded. Okay. It's Code Blue. So Alden, can you imagine what the song is about? Um, someone dying in his care. Incorrect. This song is about fucking dead people. Oh. And this was the first time I had ever heard of this. And it was in the song as a 13-year-old. I'm like, people fuck the dead? And I'm like... Yeah, they do. And But at 13, I had never even thought about this. No, I had, uh, I had already thought about it. Well, so it became more prevalent by that time, right? But you didn't hear <laughs> stuff about like fucking dead people uh, before that, right? Trina's got a Trina's got a uh, an album art where she's like, there's this guy on a gurney and he's dead and she's yeah. like riding him. I think that that might be directly as a result of this song. <laughs> because like, honestly, like, I, I nothing like that had ever like happened because that kind of raw, like, dirty just wrong but it's all about fucking dead people and it's like um there's things like she's not gonna say no she's not gonna say anything and honestly i don't really want them to say anything back yeah that's it um (laughs) it's like honestly i don't really want anybody to say anything back when i'm having sex with them anyway so this makes things much easier and i'm like that makes (laughs) sense okay so this was 13 year old uh, very impressionable child yeah that sees all this stuff and is like this is really cool this whole thing is like the coolest <laughs> thing that i've ever seen or heard in my entire life and then that took me down uh the path and i really like the descendant song was probably my, my favorite um because i'd already known rancid before that so i actually bought it because of rancid um and then to go so and honestly like perfect people by pennywise and like I, like my peers at the like the school that i went to i was like all oh, these fucking perfect people this is this is bullshit um so yeah it's ultimately 
one of my favorite albums of all time and it changed my life completely I get it. and i'm and like <laughs> once i explain all this to you does it not make more sense of why no, i it am the way that it I am? definitely makes sense why you're fucking crazy yes absolutely <laughs> so alden what i'd really like to know uh is what's the other thing that made you so fucking crazy so the album that is next for me i i struggle between which one i wanted to bring up um like the because my next one would have been a compilation album as well um it was the compilation album for fallout boy but because that doesn't dive me deeper into like the genre or like deeper into my love for like music and shit Mm -hmm. it would be selfish machines by pierce the veil Mm mm-hmm and I don't think I've ever listened to Pierce the Veil. <laughs> Not really. I don't honestly know if you'll like it. Oh, I don't like them. <laughs> yeah. I've listened to them enough to where I'm like, I don't like this. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, so it's 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 squeaky. Um, I dig it, though. I don't uh, know. Yeah, I know. I dig it. Yeah. I really love it. Um, it is another one of those albums because at this point I'm working at Hot Topic and I'm like, I am really getting involved with all of these different bands and right. shit uh there was a moment i was into this band called get scared um and like i was just kind of like that was still on the pop punk era um like emo pop um and then there's like mcr and then um, i finally got into like metal and that was like asking alexandria but it was like pierce the veil was the one i was like okay so i can really dive deeper into other pieces of this so yeah. like it's how i got into post uh post hardcore oh yeah i was like post malone no it's how i kidding. how i got into post hardcore yeah. was pierce the veil which is a pop punk band but they have like post hardcore like band members with them so like they have a song with johnny craig from at that time he was from amorosa he had already been kicked out of dance gavin dance but then like that song got me into yeah. Dad's Game and Dance, yeah. which got me into Amorosa. Right, right. Like, <laughs> so, like, Pierce Savelle was the one that opened that door because I was like, okay, so who the fuck is a day to remember? Like, right. where's this guy from? And that's on this album. Um, like, what's so good about picking other pieces? And um, I can't think of his name, but the guy from A Day to Remember, he's on that song. Um, and it's just like, I, there was a moment with this album that. I was fixated on like the imagery of the songs and I would make music videos in my head. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I actually would make music I think videos I did in the my same head. Thing. <laughs> um like there's a song on here called uh Stay Away from My Friends and um it's about him breaking up with a girl um because because she uh, I I'm guessing he fucked she fucked one of his friends and so the song says stay away from my friends um uh because I need them um and so in my head like the breakdown so the breakdown from where he he does a key change I was like so he's like walking down this path and then all of a sudden like it starts raining glass like little shards of glass and like he's getting cut the entire time and like because it hurts so much to say all of the things that he, and I was like 
crazy dramatic. Oh yeah, very, <laughs> like very, crazy very dramatic. dramatic. I yeah. was like, <laughs> so like that that album opened up. Like I said, it opened up. There's a song on the, at the end of this album with Johnny Craig, um, which is what got me into Dance Game and Dance, which is one of my favorite bands of all time. Sure. Um, and so is Amorosa, who is Dan- Johnny Cage. Johnny Craig was also with was Amorosa. Johnny was, Cage was not. Johnny Cage was not. But, um, he, but, you know. <laughs> but crazy enough, like they became my favorite band when Johnny Craig was gone. <laughs> So like he just left this band called Slaves. Like maybe so, so maybe Slaves will become one of my favorite bands. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> they're also changing their names from from Slaves because they were like, this is like yeah. really degrading now. Like yeah. at first it was like we get what you're saying. We're, mm-hmm. We can do it. Like we're slaves to other things, but like now it's like okay, we're in a wrong spot to be calling ourselves Slaves. So um, so they're changing their name and they drop Johnny Craig because of once again drugs um so like it was how i got into that it was um it was how i got into it's like how i dove so deep into all-time low right um in that time because uh vic fuentes he did a song with all-time low but i was already like i was already a fan right when i heard of love like war and i was like holy shit dude like i really love all time low right fuck right um and like alex's writing it just got better and better and better and then like he would go on tour with all these bands um so all time low would go on tour with all these bands and then like god damn this is a this is a solid band and i don't know if i've ever told you but like my my whole theory on like all time low being the pop punk band that should have like got the number one spot on like billboard and shit like that i think all time low should have been that yeah and then all of a sudden like five seconds of summer came out of nowhere yeah you told me that yeah Yeah. so that's my theory on that i fucking hate it i love five (laughs) sauce i love all time low but like they didn't deserve it as much as all time low did um it's how i it was pierce devel is how i got into that um there's there's oh um it's how i got into chiodos it's how i got into um because they did a they did a uh a multi like a super group called isles and glaciers um i forget the name of that album but they did an album called they did a uh, group called uh, isles and glaciers and or glaciers or however you pronounce it um <laughs> whatever irrelevant irrelevant yeah and uh like it was Johnny Craig, Vic Fuentes, um, the guy from Chiodos. It's how I got into all of those bands. It's like this album opened the door for all of those. And then, dude, when kind of the same way with Fall Out Boy, because at this point, Selfish Machines is already out. And then they, uh, like a year later, they put out Collide with the Sky. And we wore that album the fuck out. We wore it out. And there's a there's a spot in the in the second album um like you couldn't walk past hot topic and not hear collide with the sky we were fucking playing it we played it all the fucking time and uh <laughs> there's a spot because they're they're mexican um and all, all every last one of them is mexican and so there's a spot where they do like latin a latin breakdown and it's so good that we like <laughs> we would throw a hat on the floor and we would all start dancing around a hat. It was really great. <laughs> it was really great. We loved the shit out of that album. And so like Selfish Machine is how I got fixated on so many other bands, but then like Collide with Collide with this guy was like, Okay, I'm stuck. Right. 
Um, and now I'm just waiting on them to put out more albums because they, after collab with this guy, they waited four years to put out another album. Right. So it's been four years. It's been four years okay. at this point. Yeah. Or five. Well, it might be five now. You heard that, Pierce the Veil. I'm not going to bring you back. Please don't. I'm not going so, to. So, um, Selfish Machines came out in 2011. Mm-hmm. Collide with the Sky came out when, in 2012. Misadventures came out in 2016. That was the last one. That was the last one. Misadventures. That's a long time ago. That's a long time ago. <laughs> a long time ago. Seven and they're years. still a band. They haven't they haven't said that they're not doing anything. They right. they keep saying that they're still doing stuff. Sure. Um I give them the last two years because of COVID. Sure. I'll give you I that. Mean, actually I wouldn't because that's when they can record. So you know. so Vic is, Vic is weird when it comes to writing. He's like, oh, I need to be in the mountains and like this woods. Well, then he could it's have been like, in the mountains when he was quarantined. So I don't know what the f- uh, yeah. So I'll 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 give him the two years. But like, dude, when it comes to that kind of stuff, I like I want to give I really want to give them the two years. But then like I think about Kalani and like her almost putting out her new album. It was good till it wasn't, and then her saying, mm, "I want my album out now, so I'm gonna do the music videos and the album arts and everything myself." Thanks. Yeah. Like literally walk to the label, literally walk to the label, and it's like, "I want my album out now. I don't want to wait until this shit is over." Well, everybody's different, you know. Everybody, like all artists, are gonna be different. They're gonna yeah. have different takes on it. They're gonna do all those different things. So, so um, I can't. You can't compare like Kehlani to what I can't Dana compare, but like that d- dude, do. like the initiative of her. Yeah, and like Rihanna hasn't released an album in twenty five years. <laughs> so, but the, here's the thing. Okay, so Rihanna is just a little different as well. Rihanna has a makeup line. I don't. I know Rihanna she's, has I know a she, makeup line. I know she's really involved in it. She's but I seriously very doubt involved. that she is creating the makeup. She's very involved, and she not only does she have a makeup line, but she has a clothing line as yeah, well. Yeah, but I also like, don't think she's hand sewing the, like, clo- the clothing. She's very either. involved with it, and so like honestly, I could get her saying. I'm getting guap off this fucking Fenty dog. Yeah, because she doesn't give a fuck about the music at all. <laughs> right. I had this conversation about uh, Rihanna the other day, and it's like Rihanna got famous just because of her vibe. Yeah, because absolutely. it's not. It's not. She's not the greatest singer. And the that's songs, the same thing with Janae Aiko. Yeah, like Janae definitely got famous off her vibe. Like yeah. people don't listen to Janae because it's like the best lyrics you've ever heard. Yeah, well, I mean, like, you fuck with her because of the vibe. Isn't even like that great. Like <laughs> you fuck voice with her because of the vibe. Of, depending on what you're listening to, either like good or like serviceable. Yeah. For a song, like the song she did with Wild Thoughts is one of the just is it's just horrible <laughs> it's so bad but it's, it's a great song wow wow it's a great song it is but that's wow 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 thoughts, thoughts. <laughs> wow thoughts thanks and then what was the other one the song that it's so work like so that one i disagree well i mean listen listen here's my thing okay it's not like she's singing her ass off on no there. she's not and it's also not like she's not repeating the same thing over and over and over again Right, she she is she is, and I'm not saying it's bad. No, it's not, I, and it's good. I I would say it's good, <laughs> but it's not like there's in, there's not much there, and she also is just like it it just <laughs> it's really mumbly, and it's good. It is, but it's like if you're talking about like technical skill and lyricism, it's not there. It's not that. No, it's not that. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. It's but like it, it's just her vibe, and yeah, it's, it's like her that's, vibe. that's how it pulls off, and that's what makes it good. So I agree with that. And it's wacky. 
It's like she's like one of the most powerful people on the planet, and it's just because she's cool. Do you <laughs> like, remember they try to put Rihanna and Beyonce against each other? Like, I don't remember that, but I'm not surprised. Yeah, that's so. Everyone thought that "Ring the Alarm" by Beyonce was about Rihanna, uh-huh. because you know Jay Z signed. Know <laughs> he signed Rihanna. Yeah, and so for a, the longest, people were like, "Oh yeah, like Ring the Alarm's about Beyonce, Beyonce and Rihanna like having a fight in the studio," and I'm like. That's not what that's all about. Also, Beyonce doesn't write her own lyrics. That's not what that's all about. And so, Ring the Alarm is actually about Tierra Marie. Right. <laughs> but you know, you know what's, what's weird about, like, people reading into, like, people read way into too much to, yeah. to Beyonce lyrics because it's like, she she never really wrote her lyrics that much. You know, I know she's, like, involved co-writing. Hold on. She's co-writing. Hold on. Hold she on. She co-writes. Hold on. Ugh. Beyonce wrote girls in 7-Eleven. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. Okay, I was like... 7-Eleven, yeah. 7-Eleven, said it twice, said it twice. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you know, like, so it's, I don't know, people read Who it. Who run like, the world? Girls. Girls. Although I think that's one of the best songs that's ever been recorded. I mean, I, I fucking, I'm not kidding. I think that's one of the best songs that's ever been recorded. <laughs> oh, she um, also wrote Diva. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a, a diva. I'm a I'm a, a diva. Yeah. You will not take lyrical credit Sorry. for Beyonce. I'm not, I'm not taking Beyonce. Giselle knows for, Carter. You will not. I'm not. Okay. <laughs> so um, we actually had since we mentioned this uh, this this idea on the podcast last week, uh, we do have a listener comment. Okay. Uh, it is from Jake from State Farm. Okay. It's not from State Farm. I fuck I with Jake. Yeah, Jake's cool. Um, I don't remember what like his internet name is. Uh-huh. He's got forty-five of them, I think. Dude, he was he was in the CM. He was. He was in the CM with us. No, he, he well, he was almost. He did do the CM Jake thing. Yeah, he did CM Jake. No, no offense, like <laughs> it, was, it was the three of us. So we I'm, appreciate I'm anybody that, jo- that joins that joins the party. But yeah, Jake's cool. Um, he said, "Don't know if you guys have already recorded my, the, the latest podcast. We have. We didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you made it right in. Was, you made yes, it right in, dog. This was yesterday morning." Um, <laughs> Uh, already recorded the latest podcast but if you haven't my answer for the question of the week is the Tony Hawk games had a major influence on the punk I heard growing up and showed me some bands I still listen to today and then we had talked about that in our yeah we talked about Tony things, Hawk yeah uh, before and I think we talked about it when Tony Hawk got reissued or like they did the remake of Tony Hawk yeah so um, we did the we did the uh, which songs would you put on the Tony Hawk we did Hawk that album. too yeah but I think when we talked about our favorite soundtracks and then we did, we've gone back. Yeah, we've talked um, about Tony Hawk yeah, lots Tony of Yeah, Tony Hawk time. has been one of my, <laughs> it, that is easily one of the, the most important things. But I had already been deep into punk right. rock. And I think one of the reasons I like the Tony Hawk games is because of the stuff that they had on there. And for for a lot of a lot of black people. Oh, for sure. It's, for sure. It's 100% how black people got into other yeah, genres of yeah, music. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Is the Tony Hawk soundtracks. Yeah. Like, people still talk about it to this day. There was an album, and I'm going to look it up, but it was like it was like the X Games soundtrack. Thanks for your, thanks for your question and answer. Yeah, Jake. absolutely. And if anybody has any thoughts on Pierce the Veil, uh, Pi Erse, the Veal, um, <laughs> that album. Uh, they don't remember what it was called. What was it called? Selfish Machines. Selfish mis- Machines. Um, Fall Out Boys. Uh, Infinity on Infinity High. Infinity on High. Uh, Punkarama Volume 2 or Green Day's Dookie. If you have any stories about those albums, we definitely want to hear it. For sure. Uh, you can DM me, which is apparently how they fucking are doing this shit. Oh, dude. I'm really fucking with the questions and answers. <laughs> oh, I do. I like, like it too. I really I like fuck it. with it. Um, so you can DM me. I'll accept them. 
Uh, it's at I am Hunter Camp on Instagram. That's what you've been doing. Instead of our <laughs> sending your emails to uh, Hunter Alden and Hunter together forever at gmail dot com. Yeah, we haven't fuckers. got a single email. <laughs> uh, you can tweet us or uh, whatever you want to do, but send us your thoughts and stuff, and we'll love to hear it. And we'll also read yours. And I know we have two listeners uh, that could answer this question easily, and they didn't. They didn't send it in. So fuck y'all. And uh, the, you know the two that have listened to our podcast since day one. Oh yeah, I know. I know about Gina. Okay, and then there's. <laughs> did you see the thing about delay, delay, my darling? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was just <laughs> who's who's Twitter is that? That's a. It's a. It's your brothers. I don't have any siblings. You do have siblings. You really do have, have siblings. siblings. <laughs> you do. And I don't have any brother, si- My if, son. I have lots of siblings, but you know what? I don't have what a brother. Oh. <laughs> 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 I feel like I don't have a brother a lot too, um, but <laughs> your your spiritual brother through the kinship of my fatherhood towards him, his name is Boy Racer. Fuck him. Fuck that. Fuck that nigga boy. Okay, so um. Ugly ass mustache. Whoa. He does need to put the wax back in it. I know that we're in mass now, um, but dude, take care of your mustache, man. <laughs> that sounds so dirty. He needs to take care of his mustache. <laughs> take care of your mustache. Yeah, he needs to. That's a, that sounds like like the 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 hair between your legs and your balls. Like <laughs> that's what it. When you say take care of your mustache, it sounds like that. I didn't think that. <laughs> um, there's nothing that I would have. It's like I, take care of your tainted mustache. Well, I mean, you should, <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't think about that. Boy racer, take care of your taint and mustache. Thanks. You know, th- th- I thought so. This was the thing that here's something that ruined me almost. This actually was the other album that was the honorable mention, sort of, because uh, I just remembered it. And this is like, oh, okay, I realized that this was another one. It was the X Game soundtrack. Okay. Did you ever know about this? I have a song from the X Game soundtrack, and guess who it is? Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's not Higher Ground. Nope. Oh, what is it? It's fucking Fallout Boy. They That's a, not on the first one. They did a song just for the X Games. Yes, that is not on the first one. This first one is like a, a collection of random stuff. Um, and I think there was another one too. Man, there, there's weird stuff. Uh, there's weird, especially during this time. So uh, higher, like it had Red Hot Chili Peppers on it, Gravity Kills on it, Ministry. Like I heard Ministry for the first time off this thing. Uh, Primus, uh, The Toadies, Lenny Kravitz was on there. Sepultura was on there. Beastie Boys was on there. Uh, Seven Mary Three, Corn, Megadeth, uh, Wow, Goo Goo Dolls, Shades Apart, House of Pain, and Faith No More. What's so weird about these things is it's like it's extreme music in any way, shape, or form. So like hip hop, death metal, <laughs> like punk rock, uh, like gangster rap, all of that, rock and roll throw all that shit in one mix and that's what the x games is all that's what that's what skateboarding is and i'm like this is so fucking bizarre and like i realize now also paint on it yeah i don't know but it's like there was also something else that mashed up like hip-hop artists and like metal or punk bands and whatever it was had um i want to say it was like the anthrax and public enemy song and okay. I don't know what CD that was off of, but 
Like that shit. And honestly, like all that fucking wacky shit where they just put it all into a blender and said, here you go. Here's a fucking soundtrack. Like that's the, that, that's what I was like. Okay. All this music makes sense to it together. And that's why I listened to everything I listened to. Alden, it looks like you're doing something. Um, no, I was, I was looking at the X games, dude. These things are expensive on, on Amazon. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like okay. This one, this one. Okay. So that's sublime prodigy. Bush, Wu-Tang Clan, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Psycho Palms, like, be real. Like, I think that was the one. That's which the second the cover one. That one? That's that, yeah, Volume 2. That's the second one. Yeah, and this Volume bitch two. is $33.40. For it's the CD? CD? Yeah, I still have it somewhere. The first one is, the first one is 1995. Yeah. But, like, there's a, also a version that's, like, $961. That's crazy. Was it the one that was in the, uh, the green? I don't know. There was something that was in a green, weird fucking case that I had. Yeah. Yeah, this one too. I had I had both of these. So um volume two was yeah, but that was that was volume two. Yeah. The one with the green thing. Um so strange. So fucking strange. I don't <laughs> like when you go back and look this is the stuff that I grew up with all then. Dude, Sugar Ray's on it. Yeah, I know. Um it's <laughs> it's Bush, Sugar Ray. Goldfinger, which Goldfinger was like this weird punk ska band. Yeah. Um, that very weird. Uh, Sublime, uh, Public Enemy. That was the one. That was because it was Welter the Terror Dome. Um, Be Real and Psycho Realm, uh, Doggy Dog and RZA, because it just mixed all the stuff up. And then the Prodigy, which was a Chemical Brothers remix of a Prodigy song, but Prodigy is already an industrial group, so it's like an industrial right. remix of an industrial song. Uh, Siv, who what 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 band was he from? I'm gonna myself up but Siv was one of those uh positive hard like what came out of the positive I think Siv may have been from Grill Biscuits um but that's how I heard about them um Helmet uh Chronic Future Wu-Tang Fishbone was one of them mm-hmm. uh Red Hot Chili Peppers again Funk Junkies and like Vibro Lush so like all of this weird shit that they fed me because I was a skateboarder like I was like I was I was all in god damn it because like that was when the X Games was new yeah and it was like okay this is exciting that was great. So I want to do I want to do something different. The different. So usually this is where we wrap our our yes. thing up. So I'll I'll tell you what it is. Okay. <laughs> but then we'll start wrapping up. Okay. I was gonna ask you what kind of music you listen. What music you listen to also? Yes. Before. So we'll, well, let's let's do that. What music you added? Let's 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 do that. And okay. then, and then we'll talk about the new thing. I Alden, what do. add? What music did you add? Not necessarily that you listen. Listen to new music that I've added. Yes, and well, whatever you recently you added. There in you the go again, week. adding a damn album art screensaver. <laughs> Delete this playlist. Yeah. Um, I added, and I also did listen to the new "Bring Me the Horizon" song, "Die for You." Um, I added the new Spirit Box album. Have not listened to it. Heard it's fucking sick. Um, the new Marky Bassey EP, uh, Bowie. Um. Kyle Dion uh, and Kehlani and then Montero. Montero is something that I also added. The little little Nas X. And Monta- we, Dude, it's so good. I haven't listened to it. It's so good. I haven't listened to anything I added. It's got, and it's got so much replay value. Oh, I'm sure. It's I'm sure. so good. I'm sure. Um, I was really surprised. I, I will be honest. I was really surprised. The dude is good. And the thing, so I was talking to Tyler about it. Hit Tyler, the creator? No, I was oh. talking to him about it, and I was like, honestly, I was like, I had intent, I had intentions on not liking the album, or I, I won't say I had intentions on not liking the album. I had intentions on not like not having a feeling about the album at all. 
because I, I honestly went in with like a blindfold on, just had no idea. No I knew, expectations. No expectations. I I knew that I, I like the I like that call me uh, call, call me, me by your name. By I knew it was name. catchy. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew it was catchy. I loved how queer it was. Um, and then like industry baby, I like industry baby. Um, but I just didn't like Jack Harlow's verse. I was like, I could do without this. Um. And I love that that song wasn't as queer as Call Me By Your Name. And then, like, Tyler was, me and Tyler were talking about it, and he was like, um, I just, I don't know how I feel about it. I think he's just trying to get a shock value. And I'm like, he is, and that's what's so fucking great about it. And I was like, and it's good. It's good. It's so, it, the, That's the whole thing, dog. Like, yes, it is shock value. I was like, but they, they keep telling him he can't do something, and he goes and fucking does it. I was like, you. T- they told him he couldn't do fucking country music, and you know what the fuck he did? He had the number one country song in the world for the longest. Like, it was the number one song of all time is... Fucking Old Town Old Road. Town Road. Old Number one song of all time, the longest. And then they were like, "Oh, well, you can't go and do queer music." Or first, they told him, "Oh, you can't. You're just a one-hit wonder." And then yeah. he came out with Panini. Yeah. And then like fucking dropped another fucking single that people loved. And then they were like, "Oh, well, you can't be this queer. You can't be queer and make rap music anyway." And he was like, "All right, well, here go this. Uh, here go this song." Call, call me by your name, and yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fuck, I'm a fucking strip on the devil, and like, and he did it, and then they were like, you can't make an album of being queer, so, they're like, but I did it, like he just, so, it's, it's so funny to me, it's like mm-hmm. you want, yes, he is giving you the shock value. But I'm gonna disagree with you. On <laughs> he is giving you a thing. shock value. But I don't I think, think he, it's shock value because anybody who uses that don't apparently doesn't know what it means. Um, because when Marilyn Manson would come out and do the stuff that he did, he did it for the pure fact of being shocking. Uh, that is not what Lil Nas X oh, is yeah. doing. Oh yeah, no, I don't. So, I don't think he's doing so, but that. But that's what shock value means. So when you say shock value, it diminishes the artist's artist creativity. It diminishes what they're actually putting out. It diminishes what they go through. Right. And it diminishes who they are as a person. So with what we have witnessed happen to Lil Nas X, to see like, okay you came out you're the devil right like you are the devil so his uh his video of call me by your name is a response to basically being called the and devil it's so and great. it's yeah it is but that's creativity that's a response to your life that's not fucking shock value and that's I, legitimate artistry and if you say that shock that shock value you're absolutely categorically wrong and when i say shock value i think i in my in my head in my head, I, when I when I think of shock value for him, or in this sense, I think you're surprised by this. I uh, and no. that's that's it. That's it. Not that he's he's intentionally giving you a shock value because like no, the man's just gonna be gay. Yeah, but like when, you say, a, when you when you when you when you uh, basically take away all of the person's creativity right. and say like I don't know, I think they're just doing shock value. That's that's what there's that's what's being said i think and i disagree completely with it i think i think he's done such a great job of like like i said just being told that he can't do something oh, and course. literally fucking does it yeah like i re- like i said i had 
no expectations of this album and it's fucking good he's, he's just good it's like so at the, good at the, everything that he's done whether you like what he did or not it's good it's good and like, yes, like his take on, on country music with old town road was at like again whether you hate it not for me and that's fine but it was good but it's actually good and it like it's the most interesting thing I'm not saying the best thing or whatever because it is debatable and, and taste is subjective, but it's at least the most interesting thing that's happened to country music in forever. And yeah, so, so I just I don't know, man. It's just, and he did a cover of Jolene that's awesome, and it's great. So I don't want to hear it's it. So I don't. Good. I don't want to hear anybody say that he's just shock value because it's not. It's not fucking true. He's it, yeah. It's just. It's not true. He's just good. He's and it's you, good. You may it's not so expect good. him to be good. And it might surprise you. He might be a surprising artist because you don't expect what he's good. Because who can all do all of this? But no, it's not shocking. It's just good. Yeah, I, the I don't know. Anyway, I, I, like I said, I had no expectations, yeah. and it's it's got it's such it's got so much like. Now he is a troll. That that part, yes, he is definitely a troll. He definitely trolls. And that's everyone. and that's when when I think shock value. Yeah. That's the part I, I also think about music. that. Like as and the. <laughs> the shit that was like <laughs> he did the Drake do you, video like do you the hate Lil Nas X you might be you might be uh, what was it <laughs> you might be you might have compensation in your way or something like yeah. that something of that nature it was yeah. like go to Montario.com yeah. <laughs> And he did the uh, like he did his fake album release like cover or like the fake album cover where it was like him with as being pregnant. Yes, like that was great. Um, so I added Montero. I've not listened to it because it takes me forever to listen to anything. Um, I added the Dune score. Okay, which I was invited to go see the movie. So, okay. Um, the re-release of Buena Vista Social Club, which is actually like one of the most important albums and one of the like um, biggest selling albums for uh like that genre which is really cool and then surprising to me um saint i saw a saint vincent album oh my god called uh the nowhere in so i added the nowhere in by saint vincent i wish i liked saint vincent i like saint vincent most of the time i wish i liked it she's good i love i love that people love her she's i good. just wish i loved it uh, she's good she's good yeah she's a good artist it's inter- it's interesting music that's that's good yeah um you wanted to do something different, Alden. I do want to do something. What different. What do you want to do that's different? Okay, is it not? So, you're going to not read Twitter. I'm not going to read Twitter. <sighs> what I'm going to do, <laughs> what I'm going to do is. <laughs> do we need to say like where they people can find us and stuff first? Oh, you're going to know. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take an album that we talked about today. Uh huh. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look for it on Amazon. Uh huh. And I'm gonna go to one and two star reviews and read a review. <laughs> can we do that on all of them can we do that for each one of them sure okay. absolutely which one are you doing I this is <laughs> this is X Games volume 2 well, we kind of yeah and this one is <laughs> two stars by Andres 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 okay. A-N-D-R-E-S Andres Andres <laughs> and it says the, the title is so-so not wrong Sort and of. then it says no cuss words on the lyrics. That's it's true. censored. It was censored. It was. <laughs> um, where can, so I'm going to go to this, and then where do you find the the two all the way at the bottom? Okay. Which one are you doing? Uh, Punk Rumble Volume Two. One of the most important. I don't even see it. where to see all reviews. Okay. Two star. Let's do one star or two star. One or two stars. Either one. Well, there's there's okay. Here we go. <laughs> so. 
<laughs> there's only one one star and it's one percent of all the, the reviews it's 72 percent five stars so that should tell you that all of you guys are fucking idiots don't like some um this is from b.a lewis and i'm assuming the b.a stands for badass ba- i was gonna do it dramatically all oh, you took i'm sorry it from me. i'm ba- sorry i'm assuming the b.a stands for badass uh, Badass Lewis says, I, uh, great bands, songs are all garbage. <laughs> I love punk rock and have a large collection of CDs. I almost all of the... <laughs> hold, on. hold on, hold on. Okay, I love punk rock and I have a large collection of CDs. I love almost all the bands on the CD, but I strongly feel that this CD is not even worth the money. And I will tell you that this album was like, when it came out, it, they 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 made these really cheap, so it was four ninety nine. When it came out, it was like four ninety nine. So this guy's saying that this album is not <laughs> worth five dollars. Uh, buy a Pacarama five six or a Nitro Records compilation. This CD is trashy. Don't waste your money on this. So this person clearly <laughs> what like turned thirteen in like nineteen ninety nine instead of nineteen ninety six, like I did. Oh this is God. just this is this is serious. yeah okay okay um okay this so is this is idea. this is just talking about the record for infinity on high i was oh. like okay so yeah that 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 there is a pressing of infinity on high that was a really bad one um so yeah let's see uh what was the other one <laughs> <laughs> this is so fucking stupid <laughs> So this one, this one is, this one is, um, Pierce the Veils. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) There's two of them, dude. So never had vision is who this is from. It is a one star. It is for Pierce the Veils, Selfish Machine. And the title is biggest mistake of my life (laughs) (laughs) saw this in my recommended list read the reviews looked at the price and thought why not biggest mistake of my life this band is terrible after telling my boyfriend about it he told me he saw them at a show once and they got booed before they even started playing music (laughs) okay this second one is so disappointed never thought it would be as bad as it was take it off market teenagers really don't need this garbage that's great i have <laughs> i have a lot to choose from um there's there's just a bunch of shitty people in this too uh miss miss jeep <laughs> i don't know if that is i'm not gonna read this whole one because they're like i don't know what was wrong with me and why i liked green day back like a long time ago but like when i became more open-minded i started listening to like camelot and children of Bodom and like symphony x and demi more gear and Meshuggah and many many more bands out there i'm not gonna read so i'm not gonna read this because like that's the fucking <laughs> remember like the, the, the metalheads are probably back an episode that never came out that's that um remember the episode that never came out no we put it out we didn't ever put it out yes it is no, it's like it's, ne- it's like negative it's not it's like negative it's two not. i promise go look at, like while i read this go look it's not there it's not no we i thought we put it. that one no, out we did we re- we put it in as one of the topics on something else but it wasn't really the middle of the, like, i thought we topic. put it out no, i thought we, that was guilty pleasure I, I promise 
I don't think it may have been that, but like, but it wasn't called Metalheads are Problematic. That was the original title, and then yeah, we I think, I think it's, it. I think it's Guilty Fest. Yeah, it may be, but it's not. It sort of is, but yeah. So, I'm instead gonna read this one from Garrett, <laughs> which I might call Jarrett, <laughs> just because I don't think Garrett like Garrett's usually G A R R E T T. This is G E R R I T. So Garrett. <laughs> Green Day have no credibility because they have no identity. <laughs> it's so sad that the youngins these days look back on the early to mid 90s and believe that bands like Green Day, Nirvana, and The Offspring made the 90s an incredible decade for music. The fact is that bands like Green Day, Nirvana, and The Offspring killed rock and had no positive effect. Sure. I'll admit their effect on music was long lasting in the same what in the same sense nowadays all we hear on the radio is the same type of drone clone bands who are in, imitating what these three bands did Dookie is a very schizophrenic album from a very confused band the band wants us to believe they're street bred punk kids and look the part but they go and release silly meaningless lovey pop songs all of 100 1039 smoothed out slappy hours mixed in with either hate filled or drug fueled songs having a blast i hate you take back geek stink breath the grouch and uptight green day have no musical identity and in the end that's why they lost all the small bit of credibility they ever had at least those of us now of credit uh, those of us now in our <laughs> mid-20s mid-20s who used to listen to them the band changes to suit their audience who is getting younger and younger by the year there's your definition of sellout instead of the mind-rotting experience that is dookie here are some real 90s alt bands. Oh, my God. Oh, here. Oh, my God. Really? Are some real <laughs> 90s alt records by some real 90s alt artists and bands. Huh. <laughs> Alanis <laughs> Morissette. Jagged Little Pill. The Smashing Pumpkins. Oh Melancholy. Pisces Iscariot. <laughs> And Gish, the Cranberries, <laughs> everybody else is doing it, and no need to argue. Melissa Etheridge, yes, I am. The Breeders, <laughs> last splash. What is pipe bomb? <laughs> what is this feel like? Something you wrote as like a Sorry. dopey fucking kid, like. Like you portraying a dopey kid is like well, I'm gonna I, be I'm gonna I, pretend to be upset about Green Day's yeah. Dookie. <laughs> I read it because I read it like fucking CM Punk promo. <laughs> like, oh, well, so stupid. All right, so. <laughs> oh, oh, this is so fucking stupid. <laughs> Why don't we just do this? I'll like take I our don't favorite. Know. We should just take our next. Not so for my next one, which is gonna be in like the two episodes from now. I'm not gonna say next, like two weeks from now. Okay. But this is the topic. All then, pick your five favorite albums, and then we were reading one stories <laughs> for the whole episode. All right. So I did find one for Infinity on High. <laughs> That's I know alone. All right. This is from. Mary, M-E-R-Y. Mary! And it is a two-star. A fever surpasses infinity. <laughs> <laughs> is the title? 
<laughs> a fever surpasses infinity. Wow. I was, a, I was a big fan of un, From Under the Cork Tree, so I got this album. I'll admit that I'm into pop punk, pop music, so I get it. I get over it already. <laughs> this band does make pop songs and does make rock songs, and honestly, I was expecting some songs to at least sound like their previous tracks, like This Ain't a Scene or Dance Dance, but songs... But the songs, although original, are not great. Speaking from a person that likes catchy tunes, this album really disappoints. It's certainly as prototypical Panic at the Disco elements, meaning some theatrical songs at times I thought I was also listening to Gym Class Heroes. Overall, I wouldn't buy this album. If you are smart, you would burn this album instead of buying it because it's really not worth it if you're into catchy songs. I hope this helps. (laughs) She literally named off every band. That is influenced. Yeah. By Fall Out Boy. She also said that like like I like songs that like I wish songs had been more like these songs. And she said <laughs> Dance Dance, Dance Dance and This Ain't a Scene. Which what album is This Ain't a Scene? It's on this fucking album. <laughs> I hate people. <laughs> I hate every song on this album except for all of the songs that I like that are on this album. I'm going to, just because this is fine, um, I'm going to read a one-star review of, <laughs> guess, I mean, it's not even an album, it's it's food. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be off the ultimate plant-based jerky. <laughs> Let me find the review, because I just, this is the best thing in the world, just overdramatic, <laughs> wonderful. And the reason I'm going to do this is, so I've got one from Mandy. <laughs> all cats, Mandy. Um, that this is the greatness. The the, the 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 title is the saltiness is real and it ain't planned. But instead, I'm going to pick one that could have been written by me because it is uh, it's 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 initials HC. So okay. those are my initials. So this is too salty, terrible flavor. Flavor name teriyaki. <laughs> Okay, what album is this? This is not. This is this is beef jerky. This is plant based <laughs> jerky. Beef jerky. Yeah, I was just thinking it's funny. It's plant based jerky. One star for texture. It's better than the wetter vegan jerkies, but worse than some of the amazing soy and mushroom jerkies. It tears decently, but it it more like particle board than actual stringy quote unquote meat. Everything else here is really really bad. I love garden garden frozen meat substitutes always call it voodoo meat in my household especially those amazing beef tips but this is not a good product not only is it way too salty and i'm not a vegetarian so i eat really salty actual beef turkey but the flavor is unpleasant i can't pinpoint it but it is a little like eating soap i don't know how anyone can rate it highly unless some of us are getting bad batches oh gross i can still taste it I gave the rest of my piece to my husband. He doesn't dislike it as harshly as I do, but he doesn't want to eat it. I double-checked my bag, and yes, it is teriyaki flavor, yet it doesn't taste of soy sauce, and it wasn't sweet. <laughs> anyway, love that, Dan Housen. Love that, Dan Housen. Dan Housen has promoted your thing called Date Scene Kids now. Watch this. Listen to this. It's a podcast. You listen with your ears or some sort. That's just so, so fucking stupid. You're the best idea ever. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm recording still, even though the pod. That's anyway. Love that Dan House is the new fucking. That's the fucking, fucking podcast. podcast. <laughs> anyway, love that Dan House. <laughs> the funniest thing is that anyway, love that Dan House. <laughs> oh my god. Are we delirious or is this legitimately hilarious? No, this is fucking okay. funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, love that Dan Housen. Love that Dan Housen. Shit. <laughs>